You are listening to Spot On, a health and wellness podcast that breaks through the latest media headlines to provide you with accurate and usable information that is, well, spot on, spot on to meet your needs. I am your host, Dr. Joan Salji-Blake, a nutrition professor at Boston University and the author of the college textbook called Nutrition and You, which is used in colleges across the United States and abroad. Hello, Spot On listeners. Thank you so much for joining us this week. Great. What an interesting episode we have about don't get scammed. And, you know, I can't tell you how many phony messages that I get, you know, on a regular basis. And I read a statistic about that nearly half of Americans report getting six or more phony messages a week. I'm like, a week? I'm like, that's daily for me. I mean, at least six. And so I get this month's, you know, magazine from Consumer Reports, and lo and behold, what is a a lead article is from Consumer Reports, how to protect yourself from getting scammed. And I'm like, okay, so if Consumer Reports is reporting on this, and I know it's just not me. So I brought today the writer of this article, and we're going to talk about this and how prevalent it is, and really, what are some of the serious consequences of this, and more or less, more importantly, how to protect yourself. So Octavio Blanco is here from Consumer Reports. He is a expert consumer writer about technology and consumer uh, uh, scams, believe it or not. I'm so proud of you that you actually, you know, devote your life to this, and thank goodness you're around because you got to protect us all. So with that, I want to welcome you to Spot On. Thank you. It's great to be here. Thank you for inviting me on. Yeah. I just want to tell you that what an article this is, and we're going to put a copy of this article up on the Spawn On Facebook page for people to read. It's just like fascinating. So obviously, sir, if you are writing an article on this, this is a big problem. So uh, what made you write this article? Well, uh, there are millions and millions of people uh, who are scammed and they lose millions or more dollars each year. And uh, the problem is one that uh, really got huge during the pandemic. Yeah. And um, a lot of people, especially vulnerable people, um, were targeted. And uh, so we thought it would be uh, an important topic to let our readers know uh, about and how they can uh, recognize some of the most common scams out there. Right. So when you were doing your investigation on them, when you're writing this article, what was it in the pandemic that made these like increase exponentially? Is it that we were all home? We're all on the, uh, uh, you know, using uh, internet or why did it go up so much during the pandemic? Well, It is because we were all home. It is because we were all so much more connected online than we might have been. And also because we were all concerned about uh, issues uh, about how to make ends meet. A lot of people um, were trying to figure out what they were going to do to pay the bills if they had maybe lost their job or maybe they had simply uh, lost hours of work because there weren't needed at the at their at their locations so p- 
people were very concerned about money. And whenever anybody is very concerned about money, whenever there's a crisis, that's when scammers like to pounce. Well, that, that, so in other words, uh, we're, we're called prey. Is that, is that? Yeah, that's it. We're prey. So, you know, here we're stressed out. We don't know what we're doing during this pandemic. We don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. It's changing every hour on the hour. And you're right. There's a financial um, uh, scariness to it. And there's also a health scariness. I mean, people are in the ICU. There people are dying, loved ones. I mean, it was frightening. So, you know, uh, these health scams are another problem because the National Health Care Anti-Fraud Association, again, could you imagine we have to have an association like this, estimates conservatively that that health fraud costs the nation about 68 billion, B as in billions, dollars annually on health care, you know, on, on, on scams. And so here we go in this pandemic and we're all worried about our immunity and what's happening. Another level of stress, another way that we we are, you know, basically pray to them. You said something that, you know, vulnerable people, uh, you know, when you say vulnerable people are are, are more uh, prey to these people, I think older people, you know, I think, oh, older people, um, you know, they're nervous about the health, they're nervous financially, they may be insecure, the home, you know, they're not good with technology, I shouldn't say that, make that stereotype. Um but that's not so, is it? That's right. Um, so vulnerable people can be older people uh, who are concerned about their health. Um, but vulnerable people are also young people who are going about their lives too quickly or maybe overconfident about their own level of protection against scams. What the Federal Trade Commission has found is that um, younger people actually tend to be scammed more than older people. So younger people are getting scammed more often uh, than older people. The difference, though, is that when older people get scammed, they tend to lose a lot more money. It could even be their life savings, whereas younger people uh, tend to lose uh, smaller amounts of money, but more often. So um, and also, you know, remember, if you're younger, you may not be earning that much money. So as a in relation to how much you make that, you know, three hundred dollars that you get scammed out of, it could have a huge impact. I mean, I've heard of college students who uh, three hundred dollars can make the difference between staying in college for a semester or having to to leave and get a job. So, you know, uh, young people um, tend to think that they're insulated from scammers when in fact they're not. You know, they're using peer-to-peer payment system. They have lots of friends out there. They have lots of acquaintances who they may not really know. They're involved on Instagram and other social media and they see things that they want to purchase. And so sometimes young people may be going about their financial lives a little bit less carefully than they really should be. Right. And, you know, uh, it's wisdom, too. I mean, it, as you as you go through life and you've been unfortunately scanned before, as you get older, you, you question the phone call, you question the email. But when, you know, you don't have that experience, you may be a little bit more trusting. You know, I also read that... Um, uh, According to the FTC, what you just said, social media is a big place where these scammers go to to find their prey. Is that right? I mean, sure. Like what we found 
um, is that scammers are going to go wherever the people are. So when, uh, you know, 30 years ago, they were reaching people at home on their phones because people were at home on the phone. Then your cell phone began to uh, evolve and you had a lot more contacts and a lot more uh, interaction with your cell phone. And then that's how they would uh, reach you. Today, people of all ages are on social media and now they're using social media to scam you and they're using social media to research you, to find out information about you on social media so that they can sound more credible when they actually reach out to you. Yeah, you know, um, it, it's amazing uh, because if I'm my home office working, the phone will go off and it'll say potential scammer, like like on my phone. Like, in other words, the, the, it, the, we don't know this person. It has a weird number. It's a potential scammer. And I'm like, when did that happen? That, you know, I mean, that's how uh, uh, prevalent this is, that that um, actually the phone that I'm, I bought is actually trying to protect me. And, you know, it's, it's amazing. Yeah, the FCC has been uh, working with uh, Congress and with the phone carriers to try and elevate the protections that they offer to consumers so that, for example, when you do get a, a phone call, uh, it'll say potential scam or um, the, the outright fraud calls that they have determined to be fraud are generally now being um, just they're just not landing on your phone. Um, so so what we are getting uh, is more protection. Uh, there was a system that's called Stir Shaken. I don't want to get all in the weeds there, but basically it's an authentication system that lets the phone that you hold understand whether the number that has that is originating that call has been authenticated. And when it hasn't, then that's when it says, well, this could be a scam because we haven't authenticated this number. So right. there are more protections that are that are being put for consumers. And yet, like consumers should not be uh, just relying on that. That's exactly right. That's right. Because, the you know, we we have the technology hasn't caught up to these wonderful scammers. I mean, this is, a, this is a full-time job for them. So they are like way ahead of the curve. So let's not rely on that. And that's really why you wrote this article. That's why I love it. Because it really educates us to what we can do to protect ourselves and not be so trusting. But from a nutrition and a health standpoint, you know, I always get, you know, crazy when I get these like miracle cures or these scams for this. And, you know, that scares me. And what are some of the health risks of these scams? Not just financial, but the health that could potentially be problematic. Well, I think that, first of all, you don't know what you're getting. Um, it's really important for consumers, especially if you're buying um, medications, to to know who's producing it, or, you know, is it a legitimate uh, type of 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 drug? Um, generally, also just with any kind of scam, whether it be health healthcare or or medical, or whether it be financial, any time that the that the retailer or the person selling you the product or asking you to invest in a in a certain you know stock. Or, or, or something like that. Anytime they're making guarantees, 
right? That this is a guaranteed cure or that this is a cure all or that you're guaranteed to make money. Anytime you hear that word guarantee, that is a red flag because nothing right. is guaranteed. There are right. no cure alls and you really need to be going um, through your doctor, especially if you're doing a medical, if you're, if you're, if you're looking for medicine to help you, um, you need to go through your doctor uh, to be most assured that what you're getting is legitimate. Um, right. So, and, and the scammers, though, they know that people are desperate, particularly people who are, who are uh, health compromised or have some sort of health issue. Those folks are desperate. Maybe they've reached, um, you know, the, 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 the point where their doctors haven't been able to, to help them more than, than they would like. Um, so I would say that, that, you know, these health scams are extremely dangerous. They, A, won't probably be helping you to uh, get healed. And B, they could be making the, the problem even worse. That's why we have pharmacists on earth here, because the pharmacist will have a, 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 the left hand is talking to the right hand, know what kind of medications you're on and whether, wait, 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 this new one that you've just been prescribed, that may interact with the, this other one that's on. So, whoa, 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 let's step back a minute. And, you know, he or she, the pharmacist, can verify that that's what you're getting. You know, the I was reading about these online pharmacies where you'll just give them your credit card and everything and you'll never get the product. Where if you get the product, it's not even the product. Yeah, I mean, you know, there are online pharmacies that are legitimate. Right. Uh, uh, however, you need to be very careful whenever you're dealing with anybody online with how you're paying them. Um, if the person on uh, who's selling you something is asking you to pay them for example, using a peer-to-peer -peer service like Venmo or Zelle, um, you need to be careful. You really shouldn't be, should not be buying uh, products using Venmo or Zelle. You should only be really using those for, uh, with people that you know, friends, family, or a business that's, that you actually know. Um, if they're asking you to pay with um, uh, a gift card, Again, right. it's another it's another red flag. So, you know, you really need to be careful how you're paying. The safest way to pay is using a credit card because there are protections that are built in. Right. So if you don't receive your product, then you can uh, withhold payment. Right, right, right. Yeah. I got, and, and thank you for the credit cards for doing that. And I have done that in the past. What, so tell, explain to me why the peer to peer payment, the Venmo, why would that be problematic? So their technology makes it so that you can uh, transmit money instantly and very, very cheaply. So they haven't, uh, for the most part, integrated safety features that allow you to call back the money. Venmo does have a Venmo service for businesses. So if you're transacting with a business, you should be doing it using Venmo for business. Right. But okay, that good. can get confusing for consumers, right? What, am I doing this for business? Am I doing this personal? The bottom line is that Venmo and Zelle are excellent at getting money to the to somebody quickly, easily, and cheaply. But when you do that, it's like cash. It's like you've given the cash and the person has walked away. And 
if that person walks away with your cash, there is very little way for you to get that money. Um, you said in the article, you, 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 and again, we're going to put this article on the spot on Facebook page. You described five different types of scams. Right now that upsets me. The fact that there's five of them right out there. So I just want to talk a little bit about these and you gave them great names. So the first one was called the imposter scam. So can you tell me a little bit about, you know, what is the imposter scam? So first of all, it's the most common type of scam available. Um, it's when a person, uh, the most common one recently has been the IRS scam where you get a phone call and the person says that they're from the IRS and your phone may show the IRS phone number as the, as where it's calling from. That's a number that has been spoofed. It's not the IRS. The IRS will never call you. This way, if they need to reach to you, reach out to you, they'll send you a letter. Um, so it, the imposter scam is when somebody uh, fakes like they're from a trusted institution. So it could be the IRS. It could be the Social Security. It could be Microsoft or it could be Amazon. Uh, they're faking their where they're calling from and they're telling you there's a problem and that in order to resolve that problem, you need to either pay them or give them access to your computer so they can move files around. But this is not the way that these companies are or these organizations are gonna be reaching out to you. Um, and people tend to lose quite a bit of money. The median loss, so that's not the average loss, but the median loss, which is right in the, in the middle there, is $850. So you can imagine. Yeah, that's a lot of money. Hello. You know, I, I've gotten uh, emails like from FedEx and I'm telling you, they look, they look, per this FedEx, the logo and everything. And, you know, you're busy and you're doing thing. And they said, you know, this package couldn't get delivered. Click on here. And, and I'm like, I'm like, couldn't get delivered. What do you mean? I didn't even order it. And, you know, I'm sitting there, I'm like, whoa, whoa. And it's, it's amazing how um, crafty they have gotten that when you get this, it looks so, so legit. Yeah, they're crafty and they... And they uh, prey on our desire to want to receive something via FedEx, maybe. You know, right. I haven't ordered anything, but I'm curious who's sending me something. Right. It could be a gift. Right. You know, when you right. do get those types of emails or text messages, things like that, and they include a link, um, you shouldn't click on the link, especially if you're not expecting something. Um, you should call the FedEx or you should call whomever and try to verify that that's actually something that's coming to you rather than just trust the email and 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 click on the link there's also things that you should you can be uh, on the lookout for uh, make sure that there's no misspelling sometimes there's right. things that are misspelled or if the language that they're using sounds sounds um sounds weird um that you know you should be very careful but generally speaking if you're not expecting a package you haven't made an order uh, you should just call FedEx or whomever the right. delivery company is and, and track it that way. Right, right. And actually, that's the second scam is the online shopping scam, where, again, they're going to send you something, but, they, you know, they're telling you the package is coming, but we need a little bit more information from you. 
Yes, and you know when you were when you were talking about the healthcare uh, scams, you know this is those healthcare scams fall into this bucket. Now we've listed five. There's many, many, many right. more types of scams. They all rely sort of on each other to work, but so we tried to separate them out so that you could see a little bit clearer. So an online shopping scam is just that. It's it's you go either they'll either they reach out to you on an email or you see a fake advertisement on Instagram or even on TV sometimes and you and they are offering you a product um and you and they want you to pay using Venmo or using Zelle or using like a a a gift card ways that you can't get your money back essentially so when you get those folks that only want to be paid in venmo or only want to be paid in zelle or only want to be paid via gift card that's another red flag that you really should stay away from and and a lot of the online shopping is that way and if you purchase something you're likely not going to get it or you're going to get some kind of um very bad version of what you were looking for right right and people nowadays are shopping so much they may even forgotten that they ordered this and it never came so yeah because this is the way things are happening nowadays you're like "Mm, i i don't even oh did i ever get those shoes maybe i I don't i never got those shoes and so you forget about it and then there it goes the other one you talked about is the employment scam and this i thought was fascinating so again here you go people in pandemic that they're unemployed or underemployed so they want to get jobs and 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 you you can't go face-to-face interviewing everything's done you know over the internet zoom or whatever so tell us about the uh, the employment scam yeah the employment scam is actually one that's very very interesting it's becoming more pervasive and it's targeting younger people uh, and particularly college students. Um, scammers often get uh, a list of of people's uh, phone numbers um, from uh, hacked college imp- uh, career services. And so they see who is graduating or who, you know, they have a list of folks that have recently graduated and they'll reach out to these folks and say, hey, you know, we're hiring. Would you like a job? Um, <clears throat> the, they'll make the call. They'll set up the interview. Uh, usually it's a very easy job process. I don't know. And, and, you know, most people may not realize this, but to be hired, you usually have to go through a pretty rigorous process of various interviews. So these scams make it easy to to get a job so they'll the 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 victim will quickly be hired there'll be a very quick onboarding process and then they'll be sent a check in the mail and sometimes the check is larger than they expected but you know of course you get a check in the mail you're going to deposit it right <clears throat> when you deposit a check um it takes a few days for the check to clear but a certain portion of that money does land in your account what the scammer does then is they'll call you and they say you know what we sent you too much money um can you send us 
back that money that we that we sent you, right? And so what happens is the the victim will go into their bank account and send money back to the scammer, to the job. And then the three days will expire or whatever. Usually it's very urgent. It's like, we need you to send the money. Then the three days will expire. The original check will bounce. And the money that you've sent to the, to the scammer is actually your own money. Right. And not only that, but you may even overdraw your account. And now, not only have you been scammed out of your money, but you're also now going to be getting uh, fees and penalties because you've been overdrawn. So this is a fascinating, dangerous, and uh, uh, concerning scam, particularly for college students. And I know that your audience is a lot of college students. you know, you should be very careful when you get uh, a job offer that you haven't really known about. And when the onboarding process is is very easy, uh, you should be even more careful. And definitely don't send anybody money back. Um, if they've sent you the money, just wait for that check to clear and then you'll have a better idea of what's going on. Unbelievable. You know, the investment scam was another one of, that you talk about. And, I, you know, this one has been around, I think, forever. But tell us a little about the investment scam. So you're right that the investment scam is something that's been around forever. Uh, the, the wrinkle now is that we've got the Internet and social media. Uh, there's um, on Reddit, for example, there are tons of, of investment subreddits where everybody is talking about how they've made millions from this this stock or that stock or cryptocurrency. It's right. a huge investment these days. People are very interested in cryptocurrency. Um, but just like in the past, whenever anybody is offering you uh, an investment opportunity with guaranteed returns that you're going to double, triple your money, no risk, those are all red flags. Those are things that you should be very concerned about. Um, you shouldn't be using uh, social media to make decisions about um, uh, where to invest. You really need to take the time and do your research. And right, just with the pharmacist, you got to you know get your medication from a reputable source. The same thing with your financial um, uh, advice. The last one is, and you know, uh, this is this is this is me all over it. You know what I mean? The sweepstake scam. Tell about the sweepstakes scam yeah you know you we all want to be winners right we all and we're all hoping that we're gonna get that i want that car okay i want that car (laughs) this has been around forever and ever uh there's the sweepstakes they'll they'll reach you you know by email or snail mail or on social media wherever you are telephone via your text message and the median loss here, loss here is a thousand dollars. So, um, you know, uh, that's, it's quite a bit of money. Um, these tend to be older people who fall victim. Uh, but it's not just older people that do fall victim. Um, essentially, you know, they'll tell you, they'll call you, they'll email you, they'll tell you that you're a winner. Um, but, so, but usually they'll say, in order to claim your prize, 
you need to send us uh, 50 bucks or 100 bucks or 1,000 bucks because XYZ reason. Unless you do this, then we won't be able to deliver you the, the prize. And of course, you think, oh, well, $25 isn't so much. Maybe I'll send it because they say I've won $1,000. And then next, lo and behold, your $25 is gone and you're not a winner of $1,000. Right, right. And they do this often enough that they make millions and millions of dollars. Yeah, they're, the, the market for people's personal information is huge. Um, unfortunately, with all the uh, hacks and all of, you know, a lot of our information is already out there. People have, uh, and, and sometimes it's just legitimate. You know, it used to be the yellow pages. That's where our phones, phone numbers are. Right. We want people that we, that we care about to find us. But unfortunately, making our information available um, makes it so that people we don't want to find us can find us. And with social media, you know, we've got, uh, we're being targeted much more than we have been. And, and, and we're being targeted, uh, the, 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 the criminals are getting much better at doing their research. So for example, the actual number of scams or the actual number of actual victims has been historically speaking trending downward right so the number of people being scammed is actually getting fewer and fewer and fewer people however the amount of money that they are able to extract from those people has been going higher and higher and higher so where it used to be this uh strategy of spray and pray meaning like i'm going to i'm going to scam the zillions of people and hope that just a small percentage of them fall victim and send me the money and that's going to put money in my pocket what we're seeing now is that scammers are actually uh targeting their scams much more so we've got romance scams we've got all these other types of scams that use social media they get your name there's the grandparent scam this is a fascinating scam that we didn't really talk about but which I find particularly fascinating because they'll use your Facebook post, your, your grandchild, they'll go on Facebook. They'll find that who your family is. If you have a grandchild, say, for example, that is, that is on vacation somewhere, usually whether it's a foreign, particularly somewhere foreign, they'll create a fake profile looking like it's your grandchild and they'll send you a message and they'll say, grandpa, grandma, I've been, I'm, I'm uh, in the hospital in Costa Rica and, uh, or, or they'll say I'm a doctor in Costa Rica and your grandchild is, is in the hospital. We need money to treat them. And so that grandparent will, who probably doesn't speak to their grandchild, you know, every day, but definitely cares about their grandchild will of course want to help. So they'll send the money right away rather than taking a breath and saying, wait a minute, let me try to reach them through, through another means of communication. Let me try to talk to their parents. Let me, the, sometimes the grandchild, the scammer will say, you can't tell anybody about this because I'm in trouble and I don't want my parents to know. Right, so, right, right. you know, when you're talking about health, 
and you're talking about how health sort of um, is is involved in scams. One of the things that I like to think about is the speed at which at which we live. Um, you know, the mindfulness aspect of health of health, and I think that scammers uh, often take advantage at the heightened speed at which we are all living and they're banking on the fact that we're not being mindful uh enough in our lives if people can just take a beat they can just tap the brakes and have a little mindfulness before they actually click on a link or before they actually send that 50 bucks it would help a lot uh so mindfulness i think is something that we can all like use to uh prevent being scammed because it'll just give us that little bit of time to uh clear think a little bit more clearly about whether or not this is something that we should really be getting into that's so interesting that you just said that because here I, I started by saying Mike, being a scammer is a full-time job. I mean, this is with scamming. But what you're saying is they've gotten so good at it that maybe they're just working part-time and they're getting more money because they, they are able to target those that are most vulnerable, like you said, and with all these pictures and information that they can get about you so they sound more credible. So they're not even working a full day anymore. They're working maybe a half a day and they're making more money. I mean, this is all, I mean, again, this is why you wrote that, uh, wrote this article. And it's absolutely fascinating that we got to protect ourselves. Where do, you, where do you go when this happens to you? The place that you should go to is the Federal Trade Commission. Okay. And then you can go that online, right? You go there online and you report the fraud. Um, this, this helps because it helps the Federal Trade Commission know what frauds are happening. Um, then they can um, look into it. Um, usually they look into the ones that are big. You know, they, they don't want to waste time with small ones. But you don't know. Uh, whether or not you've been targeted by a big multinational crime syndicate or just some schmo, um, <clears throat> if if they do go after the uh, the the big groups, then they'll know who's been impacted, and you may get your money back. Actually, um, you should also go to your state attorney general uh, and let them know as well. And then finally, uh, you should, especially if you lost money, um, uh, you should go to the, your local police department. Now, it, is, uh, it depends how with it your local police department is. Some have gotten very good at looking into um, these types of scams. Others, uh, you know, they, they're busy with other things and they will shrug it off because it's very difficult to actually to actually get any money back. But definitely the FTC, the Federal Trade Commission, go online and report the scam, your state attorney general and your local police department. Great. And you know something, we're going to put on the link to the FTC on our spot on Facebook page so that, you know, if people have access and understand how quickly you can get to it, because to, to not say anything, it's just, you're not protecting the person behind you is going to be the next scam, be scammed. So we got to be all work together here. So in the article, you end with some really good points here, you know, trust your gut, you know, like you said, be mindful, don't respond like right away, you know, let's think about this, don't panic and um, as such. Uh, you know, and, and think before you click. I love that that last one. 
and pay wisely. I, I love that, that. I didn't know that about the VEMA. I didn't know that, but pay wisely. And, you know, the red flag of the gift card or the VEMA or, and if you're not going to, you know, somebody that you know, um, and to, you know, make sure that you protect yourself because you don't want to, you know, say bye-bye to your money. Javier Blanco wrote this article for Consumer Reports, you know, how to prevent yourself from being scammed. We're going to put this up on the Spot On Facebook page. It is mind-boggling how much people are a prey, and I hope that the information from this article in this episode is going to help protect the public about this because this is a big, big problem. So I want to thank you so much again for coming on Spot On. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Spot On is supported by the Boston University Sargent College's Master of Science degree in Nutrition program. Log on to bu.edu to learn more about this fabulous nutrition graduate program. Thank you for listening to Spot On. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. This way you'll get every new episode every week. And by the way, leave us a nice review. And can you also like us on our Spot On Facebook page and suggest topics for future episodes? Please follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Joan Salji Blake. And oh, by the way, can you send this episode to five of your friends? Do I ask a lot of you?